This is Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. Brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. I'm uh, D. Simon. And people, as you know, if you've been listening to the recent shows, Wackerly has been missing in action. As a matter of fact, Wackerly is on his European vacation right now. But uh, as of recent, I'd say about the past week or so, he's been uh, incommunicado. Haven't heard from him. Haven't heard anything from him. There's just no, no emails, nothing. So this week, I, uh, you know, I, last I heard, he told me that he was supposed to be back this weekend. He ended up, uh, I haven't heard anything from him. So uh, in a pinch, luckily, I managed to get uh, some special guest hosts to be on episode 283 here, Sick and Wrong. With that, I'd like to give a big welcome here to Martin and Steele from From the Ville. What's up, you guys? What's going on, my friend? I'm, uh, I'm very glad to have you guys here on the show. It's been a long time since uh, since I've spoken to either of you, and this has been, I would say, this is probably a wet dream of many listeners out there, to have you two guys co-host a Sick and Wrong show. Oh, man. Yeah, D. Uh, Wackerly here. Huh. Oh, is that, is, that, is that Wackerly here? Wait, Wackerly's been found? How, yeah. how, how do you end up with Steel? I'm back. Wackerly here. I'm back. I'm a <laughs> nerd. I love tech. <laughs> I'm back. Hey, you know, Martin, I, I got to say, that's the worst wackly impression I've ever heard. Well, that tells you how long it's been since I've listened to Sick and Wrong. Well, I didn't know there was a market in the uh, wackly impersonation field, but uh, thanks my, for sharing that uh, impersonation. That was wonderful. Who's my competition? What other wackly impersonators are there? None. That's why you've cornered oh. the market. The only one I can think of really is maybe uh, Drew Carey kind of has the wackly thing going on. Dilbert. Well, I could go through my book of serial killers, and I would say that there's a lot of them that maybe at least have the look and personality of Wackerly. I think I've always thought Wackerly kind of looks like Dahmer. He's very Dahmer-esque. There's no question about it. And being that he's in Europe, supposedly, and I'm not quite sure he's in Europe. If he is, he's at Gay Paris at the foot of the Eiffel Tower eating French toast smothered in French dressing. But let me just say this much. If he is, uh, in fact, uh, overseas somewhere on vacation hiatus from the Bay Area, I'm telling the people, the fine citizens of the city of Oakland, now is the time to call 911. There's probable cause now to have somebody go into that apartment of his and search that disgusting odor that's been emanating from there for years, where I feel that there's probably bodies been piling up in his closet, his basement, a freezer somewhere. Now's the time to check it when he's out of the fucking loft. You know, I've, I would be surprised if uh, Oakland's finest are with, with, with German shepherds on his property right now, because Wack, last time I went over there, Wackley has this, like, crawl space. Who has a fucking crawl space? He has a crawl space... Oh. You know who has a crawl space? John Wayne Gacy had a crawl space. Yeah, Wackley has his crawl space with a door with a padlock on it. Oh, my. I don't like the Jesus. sounds of that. That's suspicious. And, and if you look at, at that guy, I mean, he just bought a house in Oakland. You look sure. at that guy, you're like, okay, that, that guy looks like a type of guy that would probably kill hookers. 
Oh, absolutely. Let me ask you this. Combination lock or key? It's a key. Oh, my. Oh, well, that's not as bad. Combination or worse? Because when it's a combination lock on his fucking uh, dungeon of death there, you know that, that means when he goes, he's taking that combination to the grave with him. All yeah. I'm saying is, is now is the time to get a search warrant and get into that fucking yeah. crawl space and see what the hell's going on down there because there's a stink coming from there and a bunk. Let's get some bolt Which is, is ruining all the other tenants' uh, lifestyles at the moment. And i got to say this. I'm just hoping that Oakland's police department is a little more, uh, shall we say, adept at, at catching uh, perpetrators because we all know what happened in Milwaukee when Dahmer was doing the same thing, cutting up bodies and eating people. When they, when they brought that kid back? Yeah, the Laotian boy who was bleeding from the asshole, I believe, and they returned him to Jeffrey Dahmer's lair, where he he continued after they left. They butt said, naked. He that, that kid ran out of Dahmer's house, butt naked, bleeding from the asshole, and the cops are like, "All right, well, let's just return him." I mean, obviously, this is a domestic dispute. Right. I mean, he's I mean, here's a guy. He's, he's got finest. Yeah, he's got blood coming from his anus. He's, he's buck naked. He's crying. He's battling in Vietnamese or wherever it is. And they shoved this poor Laotian boy right back into the arms of the waiting arms of Jeffrey Dahmer. So I appreciate you guys, especially with a short notice here, filling in, filling in here on, uh, on Sick and Wrong, because I really haven't heard from Wackerly. I, I don't know what's going on. The last I heard from Wacker is he was in the U.K., I guess he, uh, he took off a couple weeks ago, went to UK, and um, he hung out with some podcast fans. Then okay. he split, he went to Amsterdam, and that's it. I, haven't, I saw a couple tweets, a couple Facebook messages, and that's it. And it's been about a week. So I'm wondering, I'm wondering, I'm, I'm deeply concerned here that he might have been taken. Well, first off, I can say this. Hanging out with podcast fans is never a good idea. No, we've did that. We've done that a couple of times. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know what's what's kind of funny though is uh, I guess um, like twenty or thirty people showed up, and there were some actual hot chicks there. And Wackerly fucking t- does an Irish exit. He leaves without saying goodbye. Did he meet? Did he ask if the hot chicks had brothers? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. He's hanging now. This was in the UK in London or Birmingham. Yeah, this is in the, I've heard from some uh, sources in London that I. Well, this is what I heard from some sources in London that Wackley got really drunk after four beers, shit his okay. pants, and then left without saying goodbye. Like shit his pants, literally, or just farted really bad. No, shit his pants. Like there's <laughs> shit in his pants. It's I, it's, it's, it's unconfirmed because I haven't talked to Wackley, but this is what some guy emailed me. He dropped the douche in, in this pan. I don't like the sound. <laughs> I think that's why he pulled the Irish exit, because well, I tell you, too embarrassed to come home. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you what, he's hanging out with the Limeys, and there's one thing about Limey Broads. You said they were pretty hot from what you understand. Did they smile? There's always, that's always the thing when it comes to Limey Broads. You've got to wait till they open their mouth. And then, yeah, and then when you see the teeth. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't doubt that. I wouldn't doubt that they all had that, that crooked English smile. But let's put it this way. You just said Lance, Reed, Lance, uh, Lance Wackerly ditched out on these people in, in the U.K. Well, he did the same to Martin and I in L.A. about, what, three or four years ago when we were out there visiting? Yeah. That, did that's... you guys make him shit his pants, too? Well, I don't recall making him a shit his pants, but I do recall him being very rude, that egomaniacal sociopathic the, prick. The sad thing was we were at a podcast convention, so actually yes. Wackerly was... One of the five coolest people yeah, there. Because Wackerly refused to go into the podcast convention. Remember that? Right, uh, yeah. He refused to say goodbye to Martin and I. He refused. Oh, okay, you know, in his defense, though, he did apologize. He called you guys on air and apologized. Yeah. That was yeah. forced. That was not genuine, and you know it. Very insincere, if you want to know my personal take He was just trying to get back in the good favor of the From the Bill fans. Steele, yeah. the only thing that would have satisfied you would be a reach around. That would satisfy me, absolutely. You tell Wackerly if he would comes Would he be up- forgiven? <laughs> Well, he's got to do it. It can't be one of these half-ass reach-arounds where he just rubs it or touches it or flicks it a little bit. He's got to make me, you know, he's got to give me a happy ending. Then I'll be satisfied. I'll be, that'll, that'll be perfect gratification. 
So getting back to the matter on hand here is I, I'm deeply concerned. It's been about a week since I've heard from him. You know, I, I have a podcast to host. This is my co-host. I think he might have been taken. Have you ever seen the movie Taken with Liam Neeson? Uh, yes, I have. So, so Liam Neeson's daughter was taken by some, uh, by some flesh peddlers. I think Wackerly might have been taken when he was in Amsterdam by some gay Albanian flesh peddlers. I don't think anybody wants Wackerly bad enough to take him. They pay a lot for virgins. Yeah, but his asshole is no virgin from what I understand. <laughs> no that problem. thing's been doinked more than once. My guess is you'll get a phone call from some Euro trash, and they're going to pay you to take them back. Uh, my question to this, though, is I like your take, D. I like the fact that you're, you're contemplating the fact that, that somehow, some way, D is involved in the sex trade business, but you're looking at him as a victim in the sex trade business. I'm, my question is this. Did he go overseas, and now maybe he's on the opposite side of the spectrum? He's no longer a victim, but he's a perpetrator in the sex business. Did he maybe travel and do one of these Gary Glitter slash Peter Townsend-like moves where he's going to try to find young, underage children to have sex with in the Orient? So you think he's like on a, a pedophile cruise here? He's going to, like, Thailand and, uh, and uh, tooling for some underage anus. Absolutely, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking that, you know, there is sex trade involved, but I'm thinking he's on the, the wrong side of the tracks, not the right side of the tracks. Well, that's definitely in the realm of possibility. I mean, looking at Wackerly, I mean, you look at Wackerly, and there's two things that fit, fit his character. There's serial killer or pedophile. Because he yes. could be either one. Oh, he's... He or might, both. Yes. There's a lot of people who have collected and fucked children over the years and killed them and thrown them in a ditch. So and there's no question about that. Especially ever since he grew a beard, he's looking more like pedophile. Yes, that's very pedio. So in, in other words, he's not a victim of the sex trade. He's a willing participant. Oh, yes. He's, he's the leader of the sex trade. <laughs> well, I, I wonder, though. I mean, okay, let's just, let's just say hypothetically he has been taken. Steele, I, I know you've done some uh, investigative work in the past. Uh, you've also filmed the movie Essexville Justice. Yes. Could I take some of the sick and wrong t-shirt money and hire you to go get him back, much like Liam Neeson did his own daughter? You know, that's an interesting question you pose, but frankly, I'm still, I'm harbor, I still harbor, I know you say you apologize, but I still harbor deep bitterness over Lance Wackerly's treatment of Martin and I out in Los Angeles at the podcast expo in 2007, the fall of 2007. I'm just thinking it might make a good sequel to Essexville Justice. Well, I'm all up for sequels. If you and I, we can collaborate on the screenplay and get this thing going, and I'll certainly star in the role as Boots McCraig and reprise my role as Boots McCraig. Hold on a minute. Yes, go ahead. Hold on. A sequel to Essexville Justice. I, I know that there hasn't been one made, mm-hmm. but if you're coming up with ideas for sequels to Essexville Justice, right now we're on Essexville Justice 8. <laughs> yes, oh, it's, it's part 8. Okay, so this is going to be a, just another installment, the uh, oh, the Taken oh. installment. There's a lot of things that have never been filmed, and we are up to about sequel 8 or 9 by this point. In time. It's almost like porn, where you get up to the really high sequel numbers, you're almost into the double digits, 10s, 11s, 12, like cum gargler's 12 or whatever. Well, it's a, it's a damn fine film. But anyway, I appreciate you guys uh, subbing on short notice here on Sick and Wrong, and it's great to have you guys in the studio. And you know, and and the fact of the matter is, I'm not even making this up. A lot of people have been uh, writing in saying, hey, "You know, what happened to Martin? What happened to Steele? I miss these guys. Why don't you have them, uh, you know, guest host the show sometimes?" So I'm glad it actually kind of ended up working out, even though I hope Wackerly isn't, you know, being anally raped right now by some Bosnian. But you, you know, speak for you yourself, know. I'm hoping he's getting anally raped by a Bosnian. <laughs> And I want to call bullshit on, on, a, on a few points with you right now. All right. Well, well what, are you, what are you bullshitting? One, I don't believe anybody called in and said, what happened to Martin? I, I do not believe that. Okay. Maybe that's the but not Martin. Second off, you said, I appreciate you guys hosting the podcast with me. 
I believe that I was nothing more than an afterthought. You called Steele, asked him to host. <laughs> Steele called me and said, D wants me to host. Can you set up the microphones and shit? <laughs> oh, shit. I'm right. such a fucking afterthought around Let me here. respond to that. I think okay, you need- okay. Well, but Martin, okay, you got to admit, Steele technically is retarded. Uh, excuse yeah. me. Can I in here for a second? Now, when you say technically, do you mean I'm technically retarded or technologically retarded? There's a huge difference, my friend. I would say a little bit of both, though, Steele. I mean, and I don't mean this in a underhanded type of way. I, I just mean that, they, you know, could you have figured out how to do this? Do you even know what Skype is? Uh, I'm going to answer no, that No, actually, him. I don't. He asked me last night. He goes, well, how would I do it? Can you drop the shit off to me to do it? I'm like, yeah, just plug the mixer into your computer and uh, and call him up on Skype. And I asked him what the hell a computer was. <laughs> no, you know what he told me? Well, don't I have to download some minutes for Skype? I'm like, <laughs> I'm like you know what? How about I just run the shit for you? <laughs> so, you know, I actually think this is, a, this is like a podcraft three-way going on right here. It's very filthy, very dirty. It's a it dream. Yes. I always said if me and Steel were going to have a three-way with one of you guys, it would have been your brother. So, oh. <laughs> And I'm sure he would be up for it, believe so, me. Well, tell your brother yeah, I said way. hello, but when I, let him know that me saying hello is not me soliciting him for sex. <laughs> it's just a very innocent hello. So in answer to your question, though, Martin, you really weren't an afterthought, and there were people calling up. And listen to this. This is, this is proof right here, audible proof. Oh, my. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, just more of a uh, request. Anything else? Wondering if uh, D, if you can get a hold of um, of Martin or Steele, have one of those two guys on. It's been a while since we've heard from uh, well from Martin. I know you had Steele on a while back, but uh, be good to have one of them two as a guest. Just saying. Talk to you later. Bye bye. I wasn't even making that up. That's very nice, and he didn't just say. Martin, he didn't say, he said Martin or Steele. Right. Well, he, he, got, even, he even said, he was just like, it's been a while since you talked to Martin because you had Steele on. I think we had Steele on in, I don't know, November or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, probably last fall. One of your best episodes. Yeah, no, it was, it was a damn, it was, a, yeah, it was a damn fine episode. I, li- I like how uh, the, the best guess that uh, Sick and Wrong can get sometimes is Steele. <laughs> well, that's not saying much, but I appreciate the <laughs> confidence builder. Well, I'd like to thank so, that guy for requesting us, and I'd also like to me- recommend a few rehabs to him. <laughs> I know. He might need something. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. But he brings up a good point, though. You know, it's been a while since I've talked to you guys. A lot of people have been wondering, what's been going on in your lives? What have you been up to, Martin? Uh, you know, I work uh, nonstop pretty much. Uh, still umpiring, doing the uh, sports officiating thing. Uh, most nights when I get out of work, I go right to a game. It's baseball season right now, so a lot of doubleheaders. I uh, just got back from a football camp for referees. That's, so uh, wait, you do football and you do uh, baseball? And basketball in the wintertime. Jesus. So, and, and this is all like uh, for all the high schools or just uh, the high school we went to? Actually, no. I do all the high schools throughout, uh, throughout Michigan, really. I drive anywhere from in, within a couple hours. And uh, this spring, I actually broke into the college baseball ranks of umpires. Nice, nice. That's it's uh, so. It's, I mean, that's kind of like a full time job here. Uh, it, you know, it, it. As far as in game, it's not full time, but there's a lot of studying. I just got back from a football referee conference. Uh, this is boring to everybody, I'm sure. It's well, boring. Hey, I'm boring. You're boring the shit well, out of one me. One thing I've, I've been wondering. You always read about this. Do you ever have any of those like? You know, those dads or moms that are just really pissed off that want to fight the ref because of your, one of your calls? Luckily, I don't work uh, the young kids because that's usually where that happens, and especially in like soccer. Like a t-ball game or soccer? Is it soccer? 
Usually it's the young soccer kids, and I don't do any of that shit. Uh, Parents are such douchebags. At the high school and college level, no, we don't see that much of that. And honestly, I'm just going to say this. Yeah, fans can be assholes. And for the most part, any, any call that goes against a team, people think it's a bad call. Well, not every call that goes against you is a bad call. Uh, as far as when I'm officiating, me and my partners are the only ones who really don't give a fuck who wins a game. Um, it really doesn't matter to us. We're going home after the game either way. But the, the beauty of it is, uh, and I'm honestly going to say this, when you hear about a, a referee being yelled at or followed to the parking lot or whatever, usually that referee probably fucked something up. So I he mean, made a bad call or a mistake or something. I can honestly say this year, uh, as far as I just finished the baseball season and worked at some pretty high levels, I didn't have a word said to me by a coach, nothing this year. If you're doing a good job and, and people understand that you're doing a good job, if, if, if people are yelling at you, a good percentage of the time they got a good reason to yell at you. Yeah, no, I I, I could I could see that, but uh, but you know it's, it's good. People have been wondering uh, what ended up uh, what ended up happening to you. So, you, but you guys still do the annual from the Ville show, right? Uh, well, we've, yeah, the last couple of years, I think we've been off now. What we stopped doing it three uh, years ago? Yeah, the last two Decembers. Well, what happened was actually uh, the the one a couple of years ago we did one. It was right after the last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And they did that whole Seinfeld reunion, and it got me thinking about See, doing a reunion. Yeah, okay, so you're kind of, you timed it after that. Yeah, we did a reunion show. Uh, we had one of our super fans was up in town with us, so we did a show. Speaking of serial killers, he, <laughs> he, he and Lance should team together, just like the, the people in Boston. Was it Boston? Or, yeah, no, the, the guys in L.A., the... Uh, go the, ahead. The, one of those the little stranglers. Stranglers. Yeah, Hillside Strangler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they should team up, the two of them. Go ahead. They were, so wouldn't they be the Hillside Stranglers? Yes, but they were. There were two of them. But then, I, go ahead. Go I ahead. believe they held the AWA belt back in the late I think 70s. you're right. You're right. They were wrestling champions. Thank you. Um, so anyway, we, yeah, we had a super fan, uh, and, and he's familiar to your listeners, uh, Jeffrey from Omaha. I know he's a, he was a sick and wrong fan. Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah wait. I've, I've seen that guy before on Facebook. We haven't, uh, we haven't heard from him for quite some time Nice now. guy. Very creepy. Funny thing is, he met us, and we haven't heard from him since he met us. That happens to us a lot. Well, well I mean, once you put the face behind the voice, a lot of people get frightened, especially when it's you two guys. Right. Plus, we bring nothing to the table. We're awful people as, as individuals. I let him crash in my basement. And he hasn't <laughs> all their emails. Yes. And I was suspecting that the night you let him crash in your basement, I was wondering if the whole family is going to turn up dead in the news the next day. Oh, we're going to end up like Wackerly. Yeah, that would have so, been fantastic. So, Steele, I know we had you on the show not too long ago. What, what have you been up to all this time? Well, I jerk off a lot. Obviously, I do some blogging on occasion. Uh, but aside from that, I'm just doing what my regular day job always has been, and that's being an investigator. And I hate every fucking living and breathing second of it, believe me. <laughs> So, yeah, that's the thing. You have experience. You could easily track down Wackerly, even in, like, foreign lands. Oh, I could easily track him down. There's no question about it. The problem is, is if you gave me the assignment to track down Wackerly, I could track him down, but I would probably not have the desire to track him down. So I'd probably lead you on as a client and take your money and say, oh, yeah, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Meanwhile, I'm fucking whores in Amsterdam in the red light district getting high in a hash den somewhere, and you're sending over T-shirt money from sick and wrong for me to find your fucking long-lost co-host, who I think's getting boofed at the moment, frankly. No, no, and you know what? I bet you he's probably getting boofed upon, like, uh, demand, so I, I don't think, uh, I, I think he's a willing victim. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you, and, and willing victim is an oxymoron, but yes, <laughs> right. he's, a, he's, he's an active participant on his own accord, no question. He loves it, yeah. So a lot of people have been wondering, the, from the Ville had a, you guys had a pretty decent run, it was like, what, uh, 
three years? Two solid years. Two solid years. You guys did a lot in that time. You had a lot of guests on the show. Uh, yeah, cast from, of cast of eccentric characters. Some of the people have been asking, like, what happened to some of the characters? And I've been wondering, too. Uh, Dougie, who uh, was a frequent guest on the show. Uh, Dougie, um, I, I don't know, if, I don't know if, it, if developmentally retarded would be a, a, a descriptive term. That's yes. one way to put it. He's special. Yes, that's a nice way of uh, uh, saying that he's retarded. But... Riding a bus that is uh, shorter than it is long. Shorter than the regulation size yes, one. Yes, that's, this is... an update on Dougie. What's, what's he been up to? Well, well, he almost wasn't up to anything, but go on, Martin, elaborate, uh, would you please? I saw Dougie about, last time I hung out with Dougie was about a year ago. He came over here, and you know the Dougie thing. You tell him he looks good. You tell him, out oh, we're going to go meet some ladies. And you know Dougie's a fat, tubby piece of shit. <laughs> so I manage an Under Armour store. I think you know that. Uh, and I got all this shit around. I dressed Dougie up in a size large Under Armour tight-fitting compression oh, shirt that you may have no. seen the rock wearing. Wow. Wow. Actually, he didn't look like the rock wearing And this stuff. thing, between his fucking saggy pants and the shirt riding up from being way too small, his ass crack was almost night. But we, he put on one of LL Cool J's old Kangos. He, we rolled some cigarettes up in the sleeve, told yeah, him he looked, yeah. took him out for the night. Styling. That's the last time I hung out with him. And then I got a, a, a message about three months ago. Mm-hmm. Fucker had a heart attack and ended up in the hospital. <laughs> Oh my, that, we shouldn't be laughing about that. You know what is, I mean, I don't mean to laugh, you know, and I wish Dougie the best, but I bet you it's because of that outfit that you uh, he, you probably got him laid. Hang on, D. You said you don't mean to laugh. Well, speak for yourself. I do mean to laugh. That's fantastic when a 40-year-old man has a heart attack. Do, do you guys remember, does Dougie still have that tattoo of an S and an R on his arm? Oh yeah, that's permanent. That, what do you think? He did that with a marker? I, I remember when he when he when he got that tattoo. Uh, uh, me and Kessler were. Wa- I, I think we were going to some parties, and we saw Dougie roll up on his bike in that that boombox playing rap music, and he was just like, "Look at my new tattoo." And we looked at him, and we're like, "What does that mean? Severed rectum?" Yeah, <laughs> he was just like, "No, <laughs> slick Rick." He just got yeah. an S and an R. Yeah, he's a big rapper fan. He loves <laughs> rap music. And I love the question, does Dougie still have that tattoo? Yeah, because uh, Social Security pays for laser tattoo removal. <laughs> I figured he would cover it over with something else. I mean, but then again, it's Dougie. I don't know about that, but you talking about you and Kessler hanging out with Dougie just gave me a new idea for a sitcom, Two Jews and a Retard. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think actually, I bet you that would be a, a very popular show. No, we used to run into Dougie frequently, but I didn't know he had a heart attack. Wow, did he recover? Uh, yeah, he's, yeah. He's, he's doing fine. In fact, I ran into him at the bar two weeks ago. Uh, it was probably, I don't know, close to closing time, one thirty, two o'clock around here. And uh, he was on the water. He was off the sauce. And I asked him, I said, because it's very unusual to see Dougie without some sort of alcoholic beverage in his hand. He's an al- he was also a blatant alcoholic and a chain smoker. And a fat yeah. tough yeah. And, uh, and his eating habits weren't the best. And Do you think pay- the alcohol made him any more retarded? Or can you get more retarded than Dougie? Well, it, it, I don't know if it made him any more retarded because a retard is a retard. You can't change a leopard spots. But <laughs> you know this, that he, would, he couldn't handle his liquor or his booze. He would get violent at times. He would pass out in the middle of a dance floor, face first on the dance floor, just in the middle of the night. But I do know this much. Sounds like Wackerly. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It sounds like Wackerly. Uh, But um, I ran into him. He was off the sauce, which is very unusual. Like I said, he's an alcoholic. And uh, he's no longer smoking. And apparently his eating habits are better on doctor's uh, advice. And he's keeping this up for now. But I, I beg to differ within... By the by, the time fall rolls around, he'll be all liquored up again. There's no question in my mind. 
They, they usually don't stay off the sauce. Oh, no, absolutely not. Well, hopefully he uh, lays off some of the, uh, you know, the, the heavily fried food. Oh yeah, well not only that, but you got to you got to put it in this perspective too. Okay, he's a heart he had a he's a heart attack victim at a very young age. Forty is very young to have a heart attack. He's got uh, retardation or or, or mental uh, incapacities. Uh, and the bottom line is, um, retards, much like shitzus or lasuapsus, they have a flat nasal uh, apparatus which makes their lifespan much shorter than the rest of ours. Yeah, so I mean, you know how like dog dog years are like what seven human years? What are retard years? Tard uh, years. Well, retards get uh, I think I think it's twelve or thirteen years to our one. So oh, okay, so they live you know much shorter lifespan. I mean, you you can if you uh, pick up a, a retard from your local uh, humane society and bring him home because they were going to put him you know they were going to put him to sleep if nobody you know came and picked up this retard, and you bring him into your home. I think they you know most of them live to be. Six, seven, eight, maybe nine in human years. As long yeah. as we're talking retards, I'd like to make an announcement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is going to be a big news to uh, probably your fans and, and a lot of old From the Ville fans. And I haven't even told Steele this yet, but I'm sure he'll be along. Uh, it was recently announced that this year will be Jerry Lewis's last year hosting the telethon come oh, Labor Day. I heard about this, actually. I did not. And, uh, yeah, he w- this will be his last. He'll still be heading the foundation, but this will be his last on-air year as the host. So How old is that guy, though, 90? He's got to be uh, 85. Easily. Hey, lady. But are they, no, ask me, who are, did they announce who they're handing? Don't tell me they're handing it no, over no. to Ryan Secret. Well, here's the oh, announcement. Oh, my God. Martin and Steele. Oh my! We'll be recording a live episode of From the Ville. There you go. I didn't know during the telethon there, this year. So wait, you guys are going to have your own telethon? We're going to listen and make comments while watching Jerry Lewis, which we used to do when we had our show on a, at a regular basis. I we remember to- actually doing that with you guys just like way back in the day before we even knew what a podcast was. Right, right. It's been something an ongoing theme of Martin and I since probably our sophomore year in high school. Yeah, you guys always look for it's like a holiday for you guys. Oh yeah, absolutely. Except there's a holiday. Most holidays are very festive for me. I can eat during that holiday, such as Christmas, or in your case, being a Jew or a Hebe, you have Hanukkah and stuff. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of good food floating around, uh, matzo balls and whatnot. Uh, during the holiday festivities of Jerry Lewis and the Labor Day Telethon, I'm not saying this to be a dick, but the truth of the matter is, anybody that knows me, it's very well documented. I cannot eat around certain ailments. Some of those ailments being people with muscular dystrophy. So when he starts rolling out the MD kids. Uh, it makes my appetite go away, so I, it actually turns into a fast for me. It turns into a, a two-day fast, which I don't really particularly care for, but that's just the way it happens to be. I'm not Can you still it. drink beer? Oh, I can drink beer, and I can eat steak. Uh, dairy products are completely out for me. I can't eat eggs or drink milk or eat Finger yogurt. food? Uh, no finger foods. I could eat maybe a Snickers bar. Basically, it boils down to I can drink alcohol or eat a steak or a Snickers bar. Is basically all I can eat when I see amputees or retard. steak okay? <laughs> It just is. I don't know what it is. Dairy products are the most disgusting to me when I see an ailment like a, like an amputee or a retard. So, no, this, so this year, during the last telethon that Jerry Lewis will ever have, you guys are going to be doing your own telethon or just doing a live episode of From the Ville? Uh, we'll do an episode. Uh, we'll watch the telethon. And what we'll do is, you know, we'll make comments, obviously. And uh, we'll have the feed of the telethon going so we can cut to anything good. You know, if uh, well, Ed running McMahon, commentary, don't be saying anything right. anymore, but right. we'll yeah. still be calling for timpanies, though, every once yeah, in a while. Yeah, we have our own board. Is luckily, I saved a lot of audio clips of Ed McMahon asking for the timpani and the the tote board and all that oh, shit. That, so. You know, that they'll be interesting to see, actually, especially because I bet you they're probably going to be like scores of uh, celebrity guests and all that. 
Beans his last show. Well, yeah, they always get uh, a lot of B celebrities on the telethon. <laughs> sometime, uh, yeah, it's not it's lost some of its power from the seventies, but sometime around six forty five uh, Eastern time on Labor Day, Steele will be singing for the last time. You'll never walk again. You'll never walk again. Will be coming out of my mouth for the very last time. Well, I'm definitely going to look forward to that, and I'm glad you guys brought that up because uh, a lot of people were wondering when the next from the Ville episode will be, and uh, a lot of them don't want to wait a whole year. Well, frankly, D, I'm glad Martin brought it up, too, because I was completely unaware of this fact that we were doing a show this Labor Day. So I'm glad you guys discussed this, so now I know that I'm supposed to be here on Labor Day. Well, uh, here's the deal. We, we, what we've been doing is a every December kind of a year-in-review type thing. Uh, the last one, I know the first one we did was a couple years ago, and then we did one this last December, mm-hmm. which we tried to do a live show, and that was a bit of a disaster. So if yes. we do it, we're going to do some recorded, but... We've actually kicked around the idea of maybe doing a quarterly show, maybe four times a year, just to catch up. Yeah, why not? More, kind of an outlet to get shit off our minds. Like, there's shit going on in the world, and, and there's nowhere to comment other than, you know, Facebook and shit. Right, I have no creative outlet, no place to vent on a regular basis now. And the, frankly, the, doing the one, the sh- one show a year kind of sucks because you, you try to cover stories. Like, I think last year we covered You're the You're stifled. Milk. Yeah, exactly. But when you, you do the one show a year, it's like the Mel Gibson took, thing took place, fiasco took place like four or five months prior to that. So we're trying to It's cover, not current. No, and, and it, we, of course, we would have covered it if we were still doing a show every week, but we didn't cover it. So we're covering it, but it's not, it comes across half-assed because you still don't, you don't have the pent-up, you know, you're, you're, not, you're not all intense. You, you don't, don't have the, the urgency. Right, exactly. So it, it kind of loses its luster, but it's something, you know, it doesn't have the same impact as you would if you were covering shit as it happens. But it's something, you know, we do, but they don't live up to the shows that I think we did when we did them, you know, routinely. Exactly. But, no, I mean, yeah, I actually think that's a good thing because you guys did have a, uh, you guys had a great show. And I know uh, we shared a lot of fans. A lot of people are still, I mean, you know, still going back and listening to your old episodes. Yeah, yeah, we still get. In fact, we want to thank you as we're on the air with you for. Uh, thanks for inviting me, and then of course, you know, Martin. Martin by default. <laughs> but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we got to thank you because we still get a lot of. Obviously, a lot of our old listeners still contact us. They're going through those episodes, you know, for their tenth or eleventh time now. But we get a lot of new listeners from you guys every week. I get inundated with Facebook. Well, you know, you we, know it's totally inadvertent on our parts because it's not like we talk about from the Ville every week. But I think what happens, people listen to our back episodes and they hear us talking about from the Ville back then, like three years ago. And that's exactly what happens. You guys get some new listeners. They go back and check out your early catalog, and that's where they find us. So, and all of the shows are actually still available, with the exception of episode two, which has only been available the first thirty days back in uh, yes. eight. That was a train wreck. six. I'm yeah, sorry, a car accident. Um, I don't want to hear it. And someone came up with the idea, which may happen if I can find it. We may do episode two, where me and Steele do commentary over episode two, because episode two has actually never been heard. No, um, wow. Ups- from well, I mean, what happened to that one? Is that the one that uh, ended up, uh, you guys had technical difficulties or something? Oh, we, we took it down because uh, we were embarrassed for ourselves at how awful it was. It was so awful. <laughs> we were reading fake emails like, because this was, you know, the second show. We weren't even, I don't think we posted the first show at this point in time, so nobody had heard it. So we were reading fake emails and shit, like making up, and it was so awful, and it, it's so gay. I mean, if I can use the word, I don't want to offend any of your fag listeners. But it was so fucking gay, uh, we had to rip it off of our feed because we were embarrassed. Because Martin and I, I would think we're better than that. And we thought that it was so awful, we can't subject other people to how awful the show is. Actually, what happened is we were on Lipson right from the beginning. We've always been on Lipson. We still are. And uh, 
Lipson, after 30 days, will archive a show. It will take it off of its main server and put on a server that gets less traffic. I didn't even know Lipson is still around. I be- yeah, I'm still oh, paying yeah. them every month. They better be there, yeah. Cause- <laughs> but anyway, uh, so they're coming off Lipson, and there was a box you had to check. So episode two was just so bad that we didn't archive it. So it was available for 30 days after its first release and has never been heard. And, you know, and it was first- never on your website. No, no. And, and, you know, the first, you know, obviously the first 30 days of doing a podcast, we we maybe had 10 listeners if we were lucky and there were people that knew us. So there are very few people outside Martin and I who have ever heard it. But we get we still get emails to this day. Put out episode two, put out episode two, put out. And my response is always the same. Fuck you. Uh, You're hearing episode two. Uh, But Martin and I may actually release some clips from it as we make fun of ourselves and make fun of how awful it is and how unlistenable it is and how you should thank us for not subjecting you to its awfulness all these years. The great thing about episode two is the legend has grown because Mm -hmm. no one's heard it and we've talked about how bad it is. Mm People want to hear it. Right. And it really lives better in people's I think minds so. to think, I think of so how too. bad it could be. Right. I, yeah. I, I don't think you got to let the, the iconic feel of it just keep growing. I think without- it's achieved like this uh, level of notoriety, this legendary status. So it's now it's like, even if you guys do release it, I, I wonder if it's still going to, uh, you know, uh, uh, satisfy their expectations. Well, see, that's the thing. I think it's been built up as to how bad. And believe me, it's it's fucking it's bad. Terrible. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it's been built up where I don't know if it'll live up to those expectations. Some things are better left alone. It's almost better to have it now become more of an urban legend than actually than have re- it uh, actually ever exist. Exactly. Well, you know, I would love to hear it, and uh, may- oh, maybe one day, maybe one day in the future. But I do think I think it'd be a good thing if you guys did at least quarterly podcasts. That's uh, it's it's a possibility. That that's what I'm leaning towards is like quarterly, where we can just catch up on things. Uh, you know, and I'm still kind of throwing around ideas of maybe doing a weekly blog, like a audio video blog type thing, like a social commentary, pop I've, culture commentary. And I've always been telling you, Steele, I think you should always do because your rants, your rants are epic. I read those on Facebook all the time. But I'm glad you guys both uh, ended up having time to uh, come on the show. I, I know Steele, uh, you know, is basically a bitter. What late thirties loner that probably had nothing better to do than just to masturbate to uh, YouTube, all, you jizz all night. But oh, Martin, hey, uh, you're a family guy. You, you got a family and you're busy. So uh, that, thanks for taking the time to come on here. Uh, well, as I told you before, we did the show when we were just shooting the shit. I'm I'm very heavily into pee on me videos right I, now. I love the the peeing videos. So I believe late thirties is now uh, outdated, isn't it? As of last week or so. Yes, I am now a forty year old man. I've reached I'm my really, early forties. Uh, happy birthday, there, Steele. I have no idea. Don't wish me happy birthday. Everybody knows that I don't advertise it, and it's not because of the age thing. People can people think I'm fifty as it is. It's because I don't like the adulation for something I had nothing to do with. My parents fucked. My dad probably was drunk. He prematurely ejaculated my mom's pussy. I come out. I had nothing to do with the ordeal. I just had forceps ripped out, you know, from a doctor shoving up somebody's twat and yanking me out head first. I really had nothing to do. So this whole celebratory <laughs> feel we have in this country to celebrate people's birthdays to me is fucking absurd. People, oh, it's my birthday. It's my birthday. No, I, I don't give a fuck. You did nothing. It's not an accomplishment. Everybody's fucking born. Everybody that's here has been born, and you had nothing. You, you contributed nothing to the process. Well, I, I, you know, I don't know. I guess maybe uh, I was about to say you're lucky you weren't aborted, but uh, maybe, maybe <laughs> I don't know if that's an apt term. Well, my mom, I think, is regretting the fact that I'm sure she had an opportunity for a coat hanger somewhere along the way or somebody shoved her downstairs. It didn't happen. I'm sure she's regretting that decision to this day. But the truth of the matter is I, I especially get the gay bumps when growing men, other growing men, that's the part of the problem. I don't like 
grown men wishing me happy birthday because I ultimately think there's an ulterior motive and they want to fuck me. Well, you know what the worst is? The worst is when you have a friend. Like, uh, like the, Martin, did you buy Steel a birthday gift? Guys don't buy guys birthday gifts. Honestly, right when I said that was the first time I realized it was his birthday. Just now, this show. But I will say this. Wrong whoa, whoa, whoa. I will say this. Martin and I have bought each other joke birthday gifts on occasion. I remember the last year we did from the Ville on his birthday. He was all he was playing this fucking awful Rosie O'Donnell clip. Hey, it's my birthday. She played some retard in some movie. And she kept uh, yelling, it's her birthday. I believe the movie my was Sister Sam or something. No, no, that was a different one. The movie was. Uh, some about a bus well, riding she, a bus. A short bus. She was retarded. Rosie O'Donnell TV movie played a riding a bus. That's beside the point. Anyway, he look got, it up. We had a he had a whole two episode thing of celebrating his birthday, which frankly I was sick of after five minutes. But he kept which doing is it. why I because he knew it annoyed the piss out of me. <laughs> that day, which I was a little upset because that day for his birthday, I purchased him a gift at the Purple Peep shows down in Flint, Mount Morris, right off I seventy five. I I bought him a, a Purple Peeps. A, yeah, I bought him a, a cunt in a can. And I thought, you know, which is a good gift for somebody, anybody. I don't care who it is. Uh, Cut in a can is fantastic. And I thought maybe this would quell him from, you know, celebrating his birthday all show long. Well, it didn't stop him at all. And so after that, no more birthday gifts for this homo. You know, did you guys ever listen to that show? I think it was Wackley's birthday last year when uh, I actually got him a robotic vagina, the RoboCunt, we're calling it. It was one of those things. It's You plug it into your USB, into your computer. And you can launch porn, and it, and you put your dick in it, and it's like supposed to emulate the moves of the of the porn star's mouth. Oh, really? How much did this apparatus cost, or did you get it for they, free? They like, got it for free to promote them. Uh, get, they they said they wanted to sponsor a show, so they sent me one, and I was like, "All right, it's my just a, you know just a coincidence here, but it's uh, my co-host's birthday." I right. gave it to him. Interviewed Wackerly about it. He claimed that it was broken and he never put his dick in it. Oh, bullshit. Bullshit. He was worried that it was going to, like, rip off his foreskin or something. Uh, he put his dick in it and pretended it was a raw man ass. Exactly, and busted it. That's what happened. I think that's what happened. Rendered it inoperable. Yeah, he took it up. There's USB up to fucking gay porn sites. I know what's going on with that homo years. Let me just, so uh, did you get that through Adam and Eve? One of your no, no, it was uh, it was the I mean, I forgot the name of the the, the place. It's called like something like In Touch or something, and uh, they sent us one. It was like the, it looked it was about the size of a football. Oh my lord! And it had like gears and a conveyor belt in there, and you just put some lube in there and jam it on your dick. And just... What are they? Are they fucking mass producing vehicles? Are they? Is this like a fucking General Motors factory where they're just pumping out fucking assembly lines? Yeah, we, we we called it the Robo Cunt, and he was definitely surprised. But it was it was funny the way he was just kind of like sort of evaded the question oh. as to as to whether or not he used it and why. Like he claimed it was broken. I don't uh, believe that I for think, a second. I think he's we, the most ingenuine bastard on the planet. Don't believe anything that comes out of that fucking psychopath's lips. I think we just found out why Wackerly didn't come back from Europe. <laughs> That fucking thing. <laughs> well, anyway, we got to move on because I got a couple things I wanted to, to hear your guys' input on. Uh, but before we get to that, uh, the people, you know, this is episode 283 here, Sick and Wrong. A quick word from our sponsor, Audible.com. We actually have sponsors now, you guys, which is, uh, I think we had one before. Now we have well, two. Well, let me just say this. Audible.com sounds a lot more respectable than our main sponsor, Come Cleans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys had Come Cleans. Come clean personal wipes. I still have some if you want some deals. You know, I got to tell you, I actually use Audible.com. I didn't realize they were one of your sponsors. Yeah, yeah. They actually, and, uh, what, what, what's the last Audible book that you bought? Honestly, They Call Me Baba Booey by Gary Delabate. Oh, there you go. Uh, Did, does Gary book. read it? Yes, he does. Oh, my. 
I had and, no idea. Uh, at that, I have Too Fat to Fish by Artie, Artie Lang. Okay. And uh, Artie reads it. No, he only reads a chapter. Artie read the first three chapters, and then he turned it over to the Reverend Bob Levy, who, funny thing is, Bob Levy can't read. <laughs> yeah, oh, Bob Levy's <laughs> Yeah. I always was hoping like uh, like Dougie would become one of the readers for this. I, th- I think it'd be great. Yeah, if get too fat to fish the audiobook. Get too fat to fish anyway. Anyway, in any format, it's a fantastic book. You can get that read. at audible.com. Right. People just go to audible.com. There's over seventy five thousand titles to choose from. Get too fat to fish, um, and, and they have every genre. Audible has a coverage. Get get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. So audiblepodcast.com slash diddle. That's our code. So audiblepodcast.com slash diddle and get a free audiobook. Martin, I think you should do it. As soon as we're done recording the show. But moving on here, uh, they, you know, there's a. I like to uh, stay topical. You know, this episode being that you guys are are co-hosting, it's kind of a irregular episode for Sick and Wrong. Instead of doing our typical Sick and Wrong stories, I want to bring up a, a couple topics that are relevant in the news. Uh, you guys ever seen the t- television show Glee? I've seen bits and pieces like on YouTube, and I've seen bits and pieces on like shows. But I, I know what it is. It's like a musical program on Fox, right? Well. They uh, recently, yeah, I, I actually am not familiar with the show. I've heard about it, and it's like, uh, you know, like, uh, like it kind of reminded me of choir that we used to have choir class back in high school. I know they got a lot. I know mostly watched by females and gays, from what I understand. Well, I, you know, that show is fine. That's all well and good. American Idol, I don't watch that either, and it's fine. But- I never had an issue with it. Uh, and, and I wouldn't have an issue with Glee until I saw this ad online last week, which I'm about to play. You guys may, may be familiar with this ad, maybe not, but uh, listen to the audio okay. and let me know how enraged you were by this. Like, it actually led me to make a call to action here, which I'll get to in a second, but here's, here's the audio. Let me find hey, this. Hey, Dean Lance, oh, this is pressure from the forum. I'm doing it from uh, my, uh, I have to cut that out. All right, here it is. It's not acceptable to call me a nigger. It's not acceptable to call me a spick. To call me a chink. To call me a fag. It's not acceptable to call me a kike. (laughs) It's not acceptable to call me a retard or call yourself or your friends retarded. When you say things, don't be foolish. The R word is the same as every minority slur. Treat it that way and don't use it. The R word. I gotta tell you something. <laughs> they may not think it's acceptable, but we've used every one of them goddamn slurs already this podcast. Did they even throw in kike or cunt? I couldn't tell what they kike. said there. Kike? They, they said kike there. So it's a great Jewish slur. The woman at the end is uh, from Glee. Her name's Jane Lynch. She kind of looks like Ellen DeGeneres, sort of a, a lesbian-looking lady. And uh, yeah, they, they're going on this campaign saying the R word is the same as every minority slur. Do you agree with that? I don't ever remember the retards or R words, as we now refer to them, being enslaved in any any way other than hockey helmets and wheelchairs. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you can't. All right. Um, what are they going to do about it? You know, I'm not letting them take the word retard away from me. I mean, we probably already used the word retard. I don't know, 200 times so far in this episode. At least 200, maybe 250. We actually used. Every one of those words except for kike. 
Well, yeah. I use Kike. I like you call, you call him a, Yeah, I prefer Hebe. Yeah, but I, I, I'm a big fan of Kike. But let me just say this. I, I'm, I, I, obviously, I've done a lot of blogging in this regard in terms of the speech and thought police. I don't buy into this notion because they take this word away, then they take another word, and then 10 years from now, it's another word. I can't keep up. I'm too, I'm, frankly, I'm too retarded myself and too lazy to keep up with all the fucking new lingo I'm supposed to keep up with. I can't do it, and I refuse to do it. And I will also say this about this. Retard, if you look in the history books, in the medical community, the medical, the industry known as medical science, they refer the re, actual retards, people that have mongoloid or Down syndrome, they were referred to by doctors, professionals in the medical industry for decades and decades, generations as retarded persons. They, I mean, back then they used to refer to them as trainables. Right. And, and they used to they used to come out. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I hate to tell you this, but you brought him in because he's slow. He, he's not developing as uh, you know, he's not speaking at, at six months or walking at 12 months or whatever. I hate to inform you of this, Mr. and Mr. Smith, but your son's retarded. That's what they used to say. So, I mean, it's really not a derogatory word. It's an official. Except for uh, instead of Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I believe they said Mr. and Mrs. Steele. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. See, I don't like that. I prefer you. you know, the re, the R word is hurtful. Yes, but 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 you know, I see where you're going. That there, Steele, and this is exactly my contention here. It's really not the same as every minority slur. I mean, there's an ugly history of discrimination, slavery, and homicide that goes along with the word nigger, obviously. But with retard, they, I mean, it's inaccurate. I mean, did we never enslaved or like? You, you, I mean, how often have you ever ran to the street and pointed your finger in a retarded person's face and yelled, retard? Other uh, than Martin, I do, it, I do it to Martin the first time I walked into the studio. Twice said, a week. Up, retard? <laughs> but other than that, you're absolutely right about that. Because the word, like most words, they evolve beyond their original meaning. Gay, when you use the word gay or call somebody a fag, I use the word fag as a term of endearment 90% of the time. Sure, I'll call a homo a fag once in a while, too, when I'm covering a story about it. But, I mean, most of the time when I use the word fag, I'm calling my friends a fag. Hey, fag, stop that. That's ridiculous, fag. Shut the fuck up. You know, that's the way I use it. Same with gay. Same with whatever. I mean, and retard is mostly used in this day and age isn't used to describe somebody with mental faculties that aren't up to par i think yeah it's not used in a derogatory fashion towards a mental person who's mentally challenged absolutely but i i'm even but i'm even saying even if it is used in in, like if i'm talking about we're talking about somebody and you got to describe somebody to me like like nowadays you can't even use adjectives to 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 be descriptive about stuff you you can't use them because using the adjectives hurtful supposedly to people get easily offended so like if you and i were talking about somebody let's say dougie in this case or whoever but the only common ground we know is you you know i don't know who that is and you say oh you know the retarded kid that you know blah 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 then you know who i'm talking about so i mean exactly you know, it's not you, – you, you, people cannot bow down to the political correct movement. I'm telling you, it's going to be the death of all liberty, the death of all freedom, and it's the beginning of it. If you look in the history books, look at what starts first. They start taking away speech, and I don't care how – if it's hurtful speech or whatever, it, that's, that's where it starts. You start at taking away people's speech and what they can use and what they can't use, and then it's all downhill well, from give there. give me a it's, better word than retard to describe Dougie. Slow-witted. I, I guess you could call him slow, but I think that's almost more hurtful than saying he's a bit retarded. Sped? And you know, is sped hurtful? Sped uh, is hurtful. That hurts sped. Somewhere <laughs> around the nine, 88 to 90, somewhere in there right. on that range on the IQ test, there's actually a term known as dull is the exception. Oh, dull, dull? Dull is a good word. Dull, right. dull. yeah. I, I, I can see that. But I just feel that the word retard, kind of what you just said, Steele, it's like, 
when you describe somebody, it's an adjective that just works. It works so well. So if they can give me an adjective that works better, I would use it. Actually, D, it's not an adjective. It, I mean, it is in that case. It could be well, used as an adjective. The, the true meaning of the word retard is they're developmentally retarded. It's right. actually a verb. Their mental growth was somehow retarded Slow. or right. held back. Slowed. It, it, it's not. If you, uh, yeah. if you had your car and you fucking plugged up the fucking uh, air filter with a bunch of shit and you tried to take off and it didn't go, it was because your engine was, was retarded. retarded. Exactly. The airflow had been retarded. Anytime and, you're trying to blow something down. And their mental development was, was retarded. Uh, retarded. Exactly. exactly. And not to mention, here's what pisses me off about all this shit. And, and I'll, I'll go back. To, it's, I don't hear the retards aren't the ones that are complaining here. It's, it's a bunch else. of fucking white people that don't have enough fucking problems of their own. Right. So they're worried about what other people say. When it comes down to, if you remember the whole Don Imus nappy headed hose, you yeah. tell me who from the fucking Rutgers University women's basketball Not team one. was listening to Don Imus and was offended. Someone, some fucking old middle aged white guy called them and told them they should be offended. Right. And that's what bothers me. With the, they're not offended. It's it's the parents of retards. Oh, you can't say that. My everything's fucking funny. You know, Martin and Steele do a show. Uh, Wackerly and Simon do a show, and it's funny until you offend somebody in their personal thing. Oh, it's great when we make fun of the fags. Oh, but don't make fun of the diabetics because oh, my brother's a diabetic right. and he had to have his fucking well, leg amputated. It, it's a perfect example. If you even look to South Park, the, the creative masters known as Matt and Trey, those guys encountered the same type of thing when it came to. Uh, uh, Isaac Hayes, who portrayed Chef on the show, he was okay with Scientology, with Catholics and Jews and blacks and fucking whatever. But all of a sudden, uh, they, niggers and kikes. Yes, niggers and kikes, uh, and uh, spicks, beaners. Uh, when they're making fun of the, you know, the, everybody else, every other religion, it was okay. All of a sudden, you make fun of the Scientologist, he quits the fucking show. So. Yeah. It's a hypocrisy, and Martin actually nailed that right on the head. Most of the people that get pissed about it, it's because of white guilt. Everybody, everybody in the white community, the Caucasians, are the most liberal fucking douchebag useless pricks on the planet. They're the ones that get upset. They're the ones that get offended. They're the ones that always call to arms whenever something like this is said, and they think it shouldn't be said or used in that way, especially on a com you know, the comedy stage is supposed to be the last bastion of free speech on this country. And even comedy stages across the country are telling people They're already oh, being censored. I'm just, the thing is, the rampant PC police is what pisses me off. I, I worked in radio, like legitimate, like commercial, commercial radio, and I can understand not using the word nigger, not using the word spick. And there's certain words that are hateful that you shouldn't use. The word retard isn't one of them. And well, that's, all, that's all I got to say. You can't equate an accurate, you can't equate a word that's associated with utter hatred and lynching when it's not. I'll take it this far. Yeah, no one's, I don't believe anyone has ever, ever gone to jail for tying a fucking retard behind their truck in Texas and dragging them down the fucking road. <laughs> I don't remember uh, Matthew Shepard uh, being tied to a fence with a couple of retards next to him. Yeah. I mean, no, I mean, people don't do that because people, you don't know why? Because retards are lovable. They're lovable creatures. You don't want one your own, one of your own, they're but they're lovable creatters. They're adorable in some way, shape, or form in somebody's times, I'm sure. But the, the thing, I, I certainly don't want them hugging me because then I have to wipe off all the slobber. But aside <laughs> from that, and I'm not trying to be rude, but that's the truth. They, they do drool a lot. Uh, they don't have much control, motor control or motor skills over their mouth. But the, you're right about that. But the thing is, is most people, if you look at all these arguments in the PC movement, whether it be the, the, the commercial, the PSAs, which I hate public service, not, I like them from a humorous aspect, and I like it from the fact that it enrages me and it gives me something to bitch about. But as far as actually the message they're sending me in a public service announcement, 
I haven't bought into any of them since fucking, they're all bullshit. If it's the Indian with the tear running down his eye or the latest one that you just played or the one before that where they're trying to tell me I can't use the word gay, all that does to pricks like me, douche, douchebags, bitter, reclusive individuals like myself, is makes me want to use that word more and more and more and more. Well, I and just then, say people should just keep on using that word. And we're going to, and if they try to take it away, we'll take it back. Because the, the, the word retard will never be referred to as the R word. And no. it, it will be my goal in life. Well, gentlemen, we got to move on here to, uh, we got a bunch of phone calls. Uh, you know, I, I posted on Facebook that you two were going to be on the show, and I said that we we're going to do a special Is That Gay segment. So we got a few phone calls and Is That Gay questions, and I think you guys uh, were definitely the best hosts I could think of to answer these questions. I hope it's a couple of facts. Is that what you're calling it? <laughs> I'm just saying familiar with the homosexual community. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE. That's D-I-D-D-L-E. All right, so uh, let's get on to uh, Is That Gay here. Uh, Let me play the theme song so we can officially do the Is That Gay section. I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing, but I think unicorns are kick-ass. Is that gay? I just watched my brother jerk off. Is that gay? I'm at the urinal and this guy's looking over the wall. Is that gay? I don't want to sound like a queer or nothing. But I think you've got a really nice ass. It's a, isn't that a great theme song? That's awesome. I like it. Yeah, we had, uh, um, we, had a, we had a fan of the show make that. I do love it when uh, people do actually make decent contributions to the show. But usually they never come out like that. Oh, I agree. Most of them half-ass it and it's horrible. But yeah, once in a while you get a great contribution. We had some people that made some great Photoshop stuff. I believe it. that was clips from the movie Orgasmo, wasn't it? Was it? That, that, yeah, I think it was, actually. All right, so here's the first Is That Gay question, and uh, you guys hopefully can answer it. Dean Lance, what's up? Hey, it's Rob South Bend again. Um, so I'm going to tell this as fast as I can because I'm really high and driving to work right now. And this just happened. It's the Is That Gay question. So uh walked around the house, my iPod in, my iPod player, doing dishes and laundry and shit before I go to work, and I'm fucking high. Listen to Sick and Wrong, and uh, I think we'll it's good to listen to Sick and Wrong while you're doing household chores. Yeah, that's yeah. gay. <laughs> <laughs> that's already pretty gay. But uh, let's see what he says here. Before I go to work, I'm gonna beat off real quick, right? So I uh, whip it out, beat off huges, midget porn, and then uh, and then I realize, fuck, I never took my earbuds out. So I beat off by watching porn listening to you guys talk about whatever the fuck you were talking about. I'm high. I don't remember. Um, is that gay? So what do you guys think there? Is it gay that he was jerking off to you, Jizz, but the whole time listening to me and Lance do our show? Absolutely not gay. Multitasking, I call it. What do you think, Steele? I'm saying not gay because I once caught myself uh, whacking off in the background. Uh, even though I had my back turned to it, I had on ESPN, but it was the strongman competition. And you, but I'm, you didn't know that it was on. Like you were, I, were you looking at back, porn? 
I could hear the commentary as they were uh, lifting cars up off of them and walking them 20 feet down the, the plank or whatever. They, you know, the strongman competition is ridiculous. It's, they have them doing this ridiculous shit, lifting shit, cars they're lifting and all. cables, like they're lifting those big tree trunks and shit. Yeah, and they're pulling, like, train engines and stuff with a big cable. and they're, they're been, Yeah, it's ridiculous shit, but it's a bunch of burly men, and I could hear it in the background, and I was jerking off. You so know, specifically it to it, but still jerking off nonetheless. It didn't give you a boner, though, to see these strong men lifting heavy things. That wasn't, no, but I was jerking off, and that was still going on, so there's a little gaiety, whether you want to say what my intent was or the purpose of me jerking off. I don't remember what the circumstances were. I'm sure I was jerking off over something else, but the bottom line is this was on, so there's a little faggy environment going on with me. This is all I got to say about it. If there was no porn playing and he was just jacking it, listening to me and Lance do sick and wrong... That's gay. No, yeah. not gay. Well, it I depends think it's on, gay. Oh, hang on. It depends on what stories were. Were you covering stories in the porn industry with hot chicks or some chick giving a blowjob? Oh, what were you discussing at I'm the time? I'm just saying jacking off while listening to two men just speaking, I think it's kind of gay. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go this route. Here's a guy. He, he's fucking getting ready for work. He's got, his, uh, he's got his iPod going. He's listening to Sick and Wrong. Mm-hmm. He knows the show is going to take about an hour and a half, right? He's got an hour and a half before he has to get in the car and head to work, but he wants to catch, catch a quick beat. But he knows if he, put, if he hits pause for 10 minutes to catch a beat, he's never going to get the end of Sick and Wrong before it's over. I call it killing two birds with one stone. So I'm a multitasker. I actually did the same thing, except for I wasn't listening to Sick and Wrong one time. I was jacking off while listening to Alex and Dean gay men talking. Well, there you go. Okay. That's not good. Oh. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I guess if, if but you were doing other things and you were jacking off. I will say this. There's a lot of times when I jerk off. There's not, let me tell you, you know, since I turned 30 years old 10 years ago, a lot of my jerk off sessions have not. There's no sexuality. There's nothing sexual about them. It's more or less just a fucking like primal need. You need to, to fucking get out some frustration. You need it's to get a, the poison. out. Yeah, I mean, and it's venomous. My poison, it spits out like fucking Hitler trying to incite. So the you're crowd. saying there's no pleasure there. It's just a duty. A lot of times, yeah, I mean, there are some that don't like get me wrong. moving there's, your bells. Right, where I'm, sometimes I'm fucking horned up and I want to fucking jerk it off and I'm fucking all wha- you know worked up. But there's a lot of times. So I'd say probably seventy five percent of the time. I'm just trying to get a load out, and it's not like I said. There's no sexual in you. There's nothing sexual about it. It's it's just a disgusting, like archaic act of mine. You know what you I mean? Know, this this call does bring up another interesting point. When you usually beat it, how important uh, is the audio in the video? I like it, audio. It, it, Do you well, need to listen to the audio, or can you yeah. listen to like you know sick and wrong or something, and and not even hear the audio? I like a lot of Marvin Gaye in the background. I like a lot of times what I'll do is I'll watch porn audio off with Marvin Gaye sexual hearing or healing or let's get it on playing in the background. And once in a while, I know this is going to disturb sexual some people. Sexual was the B side, but yeah, still yeah. in the mood. But no, once in a while, I know. Like I said, I'm going to preface this with your listeners saying this could sound disturbing to some, but once in a while, I will also listen to Christopher Sa- Christopher Cross sailing when I'm jerking off. A little bit of sailing, I could see that. What about any Brian Adams ever? Well, I like soft adult contemporary music when I'm jerking off, when I'm like really into it, when I'm not like I said earlier, when I'm just doing an archaic act to get out some fucking load, but when I'm really like sexually just excited and just by my, I like to have adult contemporary music playing amongst. I just have this image of steel, like dick in hand singing everything I do. I do it for you. Brian Adams. 
to, to bring this all home, the, uh, it's not, very disturbing. I say not gay, uh, more multitasking, unless he was actually picturing himself inside Lance Wackerly's ass. Oh, that, that would be gay. Okay. Yeah. I agree well, with that. Take the picture of that for me, Martin. Thanks. I won't get out of head all night. Thanks a lot, you fuck. Well, well, let's well, move on to the second is that gay question here. here here's oh. question number two. Sure. Hey, second wrong. Um, I'm drunk on Ambient, and I got a question for you for your Is That Gay segment. I was on Facebook chat tonight, and my friend mentioned that he was watching True Lies. Remember that movie? I uh, flipped yeah. through the TV. And, and, you know, we were watching the, the segment where she strips for a minute, and I said, isn't she hermaphrodite and, you know, whatever. Uh but I'm wondering, have we entered in a new stage where it used to be gay to uh, watch movies over the phone, but if I'm doing it on Facebook, is that gay too? So that, now that brings up an inch. Now that, that, that's a valid question there. Is it gay to watch a movie with your buddy on the phone? I think it's gay to be on the phone with your buddy, personally. I, I you know, um, <laughs> men talking to other men, uh, other than, a, you know, to talk to somebody, to, hey, uh, we got to be, you know, to make arrangements or plans to do something like go to a football game or whatever. Beyond that, to really, like, talk about issues over the phone like that, be, uh, frankly, I think it's a little faggy, but I will say this, uh, in defense of Martin and I, Martin and I find ourselves doing that sometimes during Monday Night Raw, so... Uh, we, 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 you guys were having a, uh, having a masturbation session, watching Monday Night Raw, talking to each other on the phone? Oh, no, yeah, no. I beat off to Carlito. Oh, is that who you whack up? <laughs> See, I've been whacking off to Jim Ross all these years. But, uh, no, is that what this guy, I didn't get the gist of the phone call. Is he saying that they both jerked it to Jamie Lee Curtis's scene? I think over- that's what he was saying. Is it gay that they're both jerking off to a hermaphrodite? Well, well, I beat off to Jamie Lee Curtis back, I don't even know the name of the movie, but I know 1981. Trading with, Places. No, her and John Before Travolta that. did a movie. Okay. Fish Called Wanda. I don't know. That might be it. Keep throwing out names. <laughs> I don't remember any other movie she's done. Important question. You've played two calls, and the first one was, yeah, Dean Lance, I'm smoking weed, I'm high. The next one is, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. What is with your fucking listeners? They're either high or drunk before they call. They're very they, motivated people. You know, and that, that's what people always complain, like, why, you know, why don't you guys ever play my call on Sick and Wrong? It's like, because you're fucking retarded, and I'm not using that term lightly. I mean, they really are. Like, they've just huffed, like, a, a can of paint thinner, and then they call the sick and wrong hotline. And it's like, and you can't even understand what, at least these guys you, are comprehensible, you know? You can understand what they're saying. Well, what's your take on the matter? Being that, like, see, I guess I didn't get the gist of it that they were both jerking to the scene at the same, and talking to each other while watching it. Well, I thought they were just discussing the movie together while watching it. Which is kind of gay to do that anyway. But it's, it, they weren't jerking off in the same room, but yet they're both, I think they were both jerking off to Jamie Lee Curtis together on Facebook. Like, he, they're chatting with each other on Facebook about it. A lot of times on my day off, I'll be talking to Steele and. Maybe, you know, I'm laying in bed talking to Steel when he calls, and I got my hand in my pants, and oh, it starts to get hard. But I, not from Steel, but kind of gay. Myself. Well, no, yeah. That's I don't gay. like the sounds of this. I'm going to have to leave the studio. That's definitely gay. Um, but the bottom line is, I have the common courtesy that if I'm talking to Steel, and I... and Don't I, tell me, yeah. And I receive... You'll be like, Steel, I'm chubbing up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Steel, 
I'm going to go right now because I'm going to jerk off. Yeah, Martin and I are pretty open about that. I mean, if he calls me and I'm fucking, I, hey, I'll call you back. I'm jerking off over the sink because I jerk off over the sink a lot. But I, I, I yeah, we'll, we're pretty, I mean, we'll usually tell each other I'm going to jerk off that, or I'm jerking off or I just got done jerking off. But there's a lot of jerk off coming up just in conversation. Yeah. <laughs> So you okay? So the, the answer to the question is: It gay that this dude was jerking off to Jamie Lee Curtis with his buddy via okay. Facebook or on the phone? I'm gonna go next level thinking here, D. Not gay to jerk off. Only gay if he finished while he was still on the phone. Ooh, it's pretty abstract. It, like, cause if I'm that is abstract. Stu, I might go, hey, Steel. Uh, I'm gonna hang up right now because I'm about to come. So if you would have came when I was on the phone, that makes you a homo. Oh, that's gay. Yeah. Okay, no comment. Actually, I would that's say it's gay, gay to be jacking off to Jamie Lee Curtis. I mean, I, I think it's kind of gay. I think that's kind of gay, and I think <laughs> the fact that he was in communication with his friend while uh, experienced orgasm—that's also gay. I mean, I'd rather, frankly, looking at Jamie Lee Curtis is never attractive to me. Sure, she's had a decent body on occasion, but she's never. Under- I'd rather fucking jack off to Vic Tabak, who played Mel Sharples on the TV series Alice. <laughs> Nobody knows. I, th- I think maybe one listener got that. People in the 1890s don't get a lot of my references. So, <laughs> so I guess an answer to your question there. Uh, yeah, it's kind of gay. I think it's kind of gay. People. People, you can call the uh, Sick and Wrong hotline and uh, give us your Is That Gay questions. Uh, we're kind of running out of time. We have time for one more phone call that we got here. And uh, it'd be interesting to hear your guys' uh, your guys take on this on this matter. Um, are, you, are you familiar with lambskin condoms? Absolutely. Oh, yes. I've worn them. before. That was before I discarded the condom altogether. Of course, well, I have a vasectomy, so I cream pie and cunts now. Well, it's interesting, Dave. Okay, hold on one second. Let's listen to this call and then hear what you have to say. Hey, Dean Lance. So I guess some guy called in on 282 and called me out because I decided to recommend lambskin condoms to you guys. I don't know why he felt he had to call me out. He said I said I had a big dick. I didn't say I had a big dick. I said you just can't have a little dick and use lambskin condoms. I'd tell him how to tell whether he had a little dick or not, but... He gave us two cents, so now he's fucking broke, and he can't fucking afford them. I think this guy's upset. This guy's upset because uh, last week we played a uh, we played a call where some. So this dude called like in the past, I think like a month ago or something. He was talking about how he uses lambskin condoms, and that you need a, a large penis in order to use a lambskin condom. So some guy called up last week and said, in reference to this guy's call, that this dude basically just wanted to brag about the size of his dick. And so now this guy's saying that he wasn't bragging about his dick. He's saying you just need a big dick to use a lambskin condom. Is that true? That's it, gay. It's gay. Oh, are we still playing as a gay or not gay? <laughs> no, they, I, I don't know, but it's definitely gay that, that, that this guy's even consi- like even thinking about this. It's but no, they, we're no longer doing that anymore. Well, yeah, but I will say before I go into it, yeah, it's kind of gay of two men really comparing each other's wieners in that much detail. But yeah, I would say this all together. Get rid of the condom. Barebacking. Pussy feels fantastic. Yeah, but okay, but still, you're giving the wrong message. What about the kids out there are going to contract some kind of hideous venereal disease? I'm okay. saying bareback it. I don't care how old you are. I don't care if you're in a fucking, I don't care if you're in Liberace's pussy. And he's fucking full-blowing, full-blowing AIDS at this point. You bareback it in his pussy. Liberace's so wait, pussy. Wait, you're, you're against condoms altogether? 
Yes, absolutely. I've fucked chicks that have told me ahead of time they got something in there, the chlamydia or whatever. I've yeah. had crabs twice. I've been around the block. Yeah. I've been a player in the fucking in this world that I've been living in. <laughs> I've been sitting on the fucking sideline up in the stands the whole time. Sure, I might go months and months in between getting laid, but when I do, she's certainly a sleazy trailer park whore that I should never take home to mother. They got okay. shampoo that will take care of anything you get from not wearing a condom. All right, but what about if you're paying for sex? Would you still wear a condom? I once ate out a hooker. Yeah, he did. Okay. I, that. <laughs> I did, I did one 69 with a hooker in Germany. I don't want to fucking hear any shit about condoms. Yeah. And I, I know I, he's not the only friend. I have another friend that ate on a fucking hooker, too, in an Asian health spa. Um, like, this was at, like, 12 at night. You know, the Asian health spa opens at 8, so you know she had other customers. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah, but the, the chick I ate out, yeah. to be fair. Right before I ate her out, I watched she her. She took a bath? Her. No, she used a washcloth and rubbed her pussy. Oh, that'll her. clean it. There's yeah, no disease. I'm sure that cleans something. Although, then again, what do you think she caught from your hideous teeth? Yeah, no that shit. Martin's that- horse mouth? I don't even know what, what, what you gave her. Well, believe me. In case Open mouth listen- vagina? Yeah, in case your listeners aren't aware, the first night he met his wife, he fucking ate her box in the back of my Jeep, and it smelled for four months. I wasn't sure if it was her pussy or his fucking breath. <laughs> Uh, so, okay, answer, answer his question, though. Did, is it true, because, Steele, if you've used the lambskin condoms, you've said before that you don't have a large penis. So how is it possible that you used a lambskin condom then? Well, I, well it wasn't possible. It was, uh, I, and I don't remember exactly, because, I mean, I've used, obviously, I've used some condoms over the years. Most of them are your typical latex, but condoms never... Never fit me perfectly until we got we, we did go to the AVNs and somebody handed out tight fit condoms. Those fit fantastically on my small little wiener, but the rest of them I always felt were a little bit too bulky for my my girth. So did, to speak. did you ever use the Asian condom? There's like an Asian condom that's just built for what? smaller it's, units, and that's what they call it—the Asian condom. It's called like soy sauce or duck sauce or chuck soy or something. No, I've seen it before. Or kimono. I think it's called kimono condoms. Kimonos. Okay. Right. Well, I've never used those, but I thought condoms to me, I mean, when I was younger, I think my dick's actually shrunk over the years. When I was when I was younger, I think my dick was other than the small penis contest when we got it real flaccid and I was coming second or first on occasion. You know, I don't think other, you ever beat Kessler. Never, but there were a couple of competitions where he wasn't involved in and I was able to kind of I think creep up to the leaderboard and some of those but i i just i condoms never i never liked them period so i mean I, a lot of times what would happen is whether lambskin late i just wind up ripping it off mid-stroke and fucking she wouldn't know the difference <laughs> so, you know, and then I, I do my best to pull out on time but i also am a premature ejaculator so sometimes you know i'd go hopefully they were on the pill because there could be some steals running around i'm unaware of uh but anyway i mean i, I just i never liked the feel of my so that's why i encourage all kids at all ages whether you're fucking 14 to fucking 85 and you're still getting like d- discard the condom, lambskin, latex, you name it, get rid of it. <laughs> Martin, do you agree with that? Uh, you know what? I have to say I've tried condoms occasionally, like even with my wife, I'll throw on a condom just for the just to say you had one. Okay, wait, wait. How would you do that with your wife? If you're pulling out a condom, don't just your wife say, why are you putting on a condom? I've told her, you know, let's try something different. But honestly, Maybe it's because I'm old. I can't keep a hard on with a condom. It's hard. Well, that's another problem. I now have erectile dysfunction. So, what con- hey, you know, you know yeah. it, it, I know it's an old cliche, but that whole taking a shower with your clothes on, I will be fucking. I don't even know if I'm in when I'm wearing a condom. Like, I, to me, there's no sensation. I think it actually 
is one of the worst things to ever happen. It's a terrible us. invention. It really is a terrible invention. It's it, it's horrible. And, I, and, it, and quite frankly, I don't think it prevents a lot of disease in a lot of cases. No, get some know. of that foam. Well, I think you can still get like genital warts or whatnot. But I don't know. Yep. I think if you don't know your sexual partner, I think it, it's generally a good idea to wrap what it up. You, as, a, as a general rule, you've been a singular man. Look at look at this. This Jew's been a saying. If, if you if okay, if you just randomly meet some chick, I, dude, I've had a couple trips to the uh, San Francisco City Clinic, and it wasn't fun. Oh, I've believe me, I've <laughs> I've had a few. My not to the clinic, but I, to my urologist. Oh, absolutely, but that's part of the game. You're going to be yeah. a player, like a football player. He knows the deal going in that he could hurt his knee and be out for the season. The same thing with sex. You go into it full bar. You I like Steele's your- view of sex. It's like playing roulette. It's not, no, it's like playing any other sport. You go out there, you give it your all, you might come back with an injury or two. I have a bent you know, cock from some chick who had a fat ass. She sat on my dick. You know, I mean, honestly, it is what me, it is. I don't know of any straight guys with AIDS. I mean, I don't think a lot of people are sharing needles anymore. I've never met. Uh, they say, oh, Magic Johnson wasn't gay. I prove it. Okay. Well, he was probably on the down low, like some of the black yeah. community. But you know what blows my mind about that guy? Is he still fucking alive, dude? How long has he had it? Oh, and he's heavier now than he was. I, I put him on my death pool two years ago thinking, oh, this is 20 years later. AIDS has got to kick in now. It never has. He is healthier than anybody on the planet. He still, still plays basketball games. Doesn't he still go play the, uh, like the old-timer MVPs? He's unbelievable. Outside of AIDS, I don't think you have anything to worry about. They got this new, uh, what, a human pamplona? Yeah, but even or like, hepatitis. But there's or, a million no, it's HPV, dude. It's, it's, uh, I mean, that's, that's, that's a concern. I've heard that, that high school kids, cause high school kids are fucking now when they're in like eighth grade, which is such bullshit compared to when we were in high school and you could barely get in a girl's pants even like senior year. Those cold skanks. But now they're skanks. And I've heard that there's strains of gonorrhea that you can't even cure anymore. Oh, really? man. I've never heard of that. I mean, and gonorrhea, really. I mean, what's it all? all Dude, it does it's like is shoving it. an M80 in your dick, the diseases that are out there right now. Fucking deal. That's the thing. You gotta, these kids got to toughen up these days. A little fucking stronger strain of gonorrhea, a little fucking stronger strain of chlamydia, a little clap, syphilis. Let me tell it's you all good. I mean, there's you live sh- with it. There's a shampoo called Quell. I know Steele's familiar Very with it. Very familiar with it. Two you, times. You wash your nuts, yeah. and you also dump it into your laundry and wash all your sheets and shit. Kills all this yeah. shit. Well, we had this discussion on the show many you times. You guys are back in the 70s. Who the fuck gets crabs anymore? That's the thing. Martin and you I don't even have pubic hair. That's the thing. Crabs in 1992. Martin and I discussed this on the show every other, probably every 20 shows that you don't hear of crabs anymore. Do they still exist? Because like you said, pubic hair is no longer in existence. I got them from a porta potty. I think they've been replaced by bed bugs personally, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. So in answer to this caller's question though, um, you know, you, you, you call up, you're talking about your dick and your Lansing condoms. You're gay. Okay. That's all I got to say. People, call the Sigurong Hotline, 206-666-3846. We do always love to hear what you have to say. I know we got a couple more calls, but we're kind of running out of time here. A quick uh, quick email. This is a request from a, from a fan. He says, hey, D, I'm excited to see your tweet that Martin Steele are special guests on this week's podcast. I started listening to FTV after Steele was on Sick and Wrong. I'm catching up on them and now listening to From the Ville, episode 60. Funny ass shit. Please, can I request that you ask Steele to say young boys in that voice that he says it in, and then ask Martin if he still hates the Red Indians. <laughs> so, uh, Steele, uh, would you humor this guy and say well, young boys? I, I don't, listeners, I'll have to say it. Young boys. Um, is that right? Yeah, the young boys. Young boys. boys. <laughs> and uh, as far as the Redskins go, you know what? 
Uh, as bitter as I am over being laid off from there, uh, some four and a half years ago, I guess it's been now almost five years. Uh, I've moved on with my life, and I'm I have a better job. I'm not miserable. I actually look forward to. I'm one of the few people that can say I look forward to going to work. And let me say this on his behalf: your, your ancestors <laughs> gave them smallpox. Yeah, exactly. Well, he loves the Redskins now. He just happens to hate the niggers. It's just, I mean, it's just. <laughs> and the R words. Oh, my. Oh, that wasn't uh, very nice. So uh, they, in answer to your question there, the guy, the guy says, my favorite two, my two favorite podcasts in one show, awesome. Keep it sick, keep it wrong. Bez in the UK. So, Bez, uh, I'm glad to hear that you're enjoying the show. Um, you know, you listeners are a lot more more literate on the email than they are on the phone, that's for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, you should have heard some of the other calls I didn't. I selected not to play this week. <laughs> uh, people, you can email the show at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Finally here, uh, if you haven't already joined the Sick and Wrong Forum, there's like, you know what, did you guys ever go on our forum back in the day? Oh, fuck no. I, used to, I, I call it the bells of the internet. Well, when we did the show, I think I stopped. You know, I'm too retarded for forums and threads and stuff like that. I need it to be kept pretty simple for me to stay on board. It seems like in the last couple of years with uh, with uh, Twitter especially, has really killed forums. Forums are pretty much a dead... Uh, you know, dead I, I was never a huge forum person, but it's still pretty alive and kicking. Like, I was surprised. Like, we had one forum that had, like, 5,000 people on it, and just, like, it was a pretty active one, and then they took it down, and then some uh, another listener, Bester, made a new one, and now there's already like 1400 people on that like just even last week there are like 90 people on at one time right so i mean some people are into forums well, that's pretty good because most forums from from what i understand uh a lot of places that used to have pretty active forums they've really dropped off because because twitter is so much more immediate and uh you know you and can get more every, people on it sure you don't just have to go to the say the sick and wrong forum you can go every, you know, get all of right. your forums kind of delivered to you. Well, yeah, same with Facebook. I think social networking in and of itself, we've had, we had guests on the show, even when we were doing the show three years ago, that said that, that most of the social networking, be it MySpace at the time or Facebook now, Twitter, whatever, have almost even killed the validity of websites for the most part because most people now... Don't like, even go to websites. Just go to yeah, their the, Facebook account. You know, and they, they can get all the news and whatever, the, the band or the person or comedian or whatever's up. Well, there. if you're not on the sick and wrong forum, then you're not able to uh, view the would you hit it with a chubby girl thread. And I think both you guys have, been in, have, have experienced that thread in real life. Would I? My co have I several times. Very familiar with that arena. You know, it's funny, though, because. If my wife keeps gaining weight, the the thing's not going to be would I. What's the the largest. Like, I want to hear some figures here. What's the largest, like, weight of any Uh, woman that you've ever had sex with? I'm going to say. Mine wasn't that bad. Mine was only probably 210. That's not too bad. But uh, but how tall was she, Steele? She's probably about 5'1. Yeah, Steele's was a, was a linebacker. Mine's more of a defensive lineman. Yeah, offensive lineman. Um, Holy shit. One of the chicks, I swear to God, he was eating the box out of the Michelin Man one I'm time. I'm going to tell you right one. now, the biggest girl, and this is a great story. This is back uh, 1995, Fort Hood, Texas. Um, and I had been with a couple big girls in, in the couple. past. but well, <laughs> Low ball. No, I don't. Yeah. I've been with a few Holy big shit. Holy um, fuck. But uh, anyway, I I was uh, in the army at the time. I was uh, I had a little bit of rank for an enlisted man still living there, and we had these two brand new guys straight out of basic train. They would they came by and they're like, "Dude, we can't get laid. We can't get laid." And I kept telling them, "You know, here's the deal, guys. Your standards are way too high. You just got you want to get laid. You want to fucking blow a load in some chick's cunt. You just fucking got to go hog. No cunt being used." That's romantic. Blow a load in some chick's cunt. That's a nice way of putting it. So one Saturday morning, there's a pounding on my door. I open my fucking door, and these chicks are, Martin, 
Martin, dude, we went hogging last night. We got late. This is like 8 a.m. And they're like, here's the best thing. They got another friend, and we're going back tonight. Are you in? I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'll go. How, how fucking bad? Now, this is the chick that these two guys didn't fuck. Oh, my. Okay? So that's going to tell you something right there. I grab a six-pack on the way over. I'm going out with these guys. This is now Saturday night. They originally fucked these two chicks on Friday night. Oh my! And so we go to their apartment where the third fatty is there, and we walk in, and there's a fucking chick in there that, I mean, she's gigantic. Goodness gracious. Okay, are you saying, like, folds, visible folds of flesh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say uh, 5'4", maybe. Probably 275, 280. She sounds charming. Wow. 280 at 5'4". And this is a German woman. No, no, no. This is in Texas. Oh, this is is in Texas. Yeah, that that makes sense. So I look at these two guys, and I got this fucking six-pack of, I believe at the time it was Red Dog. (laughs) I got six-pack in my hand, and I look at these guys, and I go, we're going to need to make a run because I'm going to need more of these. Here now, I'm up cattle to, country, my friend. I'm up to twelve, and we got a little jack flowing around, and uh, uh, things things come to pass, and I'm like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna hit it." So I'm hitting this chick doggy style, D, and I put my hands on the ass, and you know how normally when you're fucking a chick doggy style, you don't necessarily have to pump with your hips, but you grab her and you pull her, you back pull her and, towards you. Right. I'm telling you right now, I'm pulling this chick. Her ass was moving, but her pussy wasn't. <laughs> This was a big broad. Nice way to paint a picture. And the sad thing is I went back for probably every weekend. Oh, I bet you did. Wow, yeah. That, that, wasn't, that, that wasn't the last time you ever hit that. No, and until, here's the great thing about it. I mean, I'm banging this chick every weekend or so. Was she for, eating uh, while you were banging her? At one point, uh, we were getting ready to fuck, and she said, Oh, here we go. She seriously went in the fucking kitchen and microwaved a bowl of Chef Boyardee mini ravioli. That's a healthy thing. <laughs> mini about her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, very salty, but bottom line, I'm, I'm banging this chick. And after about a month, I call her up. I'm like, Hey, uh, what you doing tonight? You know, cause I want to get laid. Right. And she goes, nothing. I'm like, uh, I was thinking about coming over. You know, she told me, she goes, you're going to have to take me out. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, the where it was no longer. Was she going to allow me to just come over and fuck her? Right. She wanted to relate. Now she wanted to be seen on the town with private Martin. Uh, a specialist Martin at the time, but anyway, uh, that was the end of that. There was once it became, you just have- laugh and hang up. I said, you know what? That's not going to happen. Did you say you didn't have enough money to cover that buffet, Bill? <laughs> Holy shit. That's a big bra. So that was the end of that. But, yeah, that was definitely. I mean, I had a few big bras before that, right. but that was by far the fattest. Right. Well, she you can like- go check out the, uh, in the Sigurong forum, there's the Would You Hit It With a Chubby Girl thread. And a lot of them are stories and pictures. I think Martin's story just uh, pretty much uh, beats all of those times like 10. But anyway, there there are some pictures of some of these girls that you're just kind of like, yeah, you know, if I had a couple beers, I probably wouldn't think twice about hitting that. Just remember the theory, and I'm going to give this to everyone on that that thread in your forum. If you're moving the ass back and forth, the pussy should move. If the pussy's <laughs> not moving, something's wrong. That's simple I, physics. I, I, I've been to big, fat. beautiful women parties before, and you want to talk about, you know, if you want to get laid, that's the place to go if you want a fat chick. Big BBW parties in your neighborhood. Every state's got a group that's a big, you know, all these beggins that get together and fucking meet once a month at a bar, and that's the place to get the big broads. I will say, I will tell you this: if you're married or have a girlfriend and you want to fuck a fat chick and you do that or get a blowjob or fuck their tits or do whatever you do, 
Make sure you take a shower before you go back oh. home to your loved one because you'll be covered in glitter because these fat buds love to dull them. They get all sweaty. They're out on the dance floor. They sweat like pigs. They throw all this fucking glitter on themselves, and by the time you get done fucking their tits, you go home and you got glitter all over your body. That's a good rule of thumb. I'll have to remember yeah. that. You know, if you're married and you want to fuck a fat chick, just stay married long yeah, enough. Yeah, stay with your wife. <laughs> People also uh, subscribe to the show on iTunes. It actually does really help us out, boost our rating. Just subscribe to the show on iTunes and and uh, and leave us a comment. We uh, we we appreciate that. I'm and subscri- uh, have you guys seen the new T-shirts? I, I think we we just did a photo shoot on uh, Facebook. Oh yeah, I jerked off to the chick. Who's <laughs> <No>. the chick? <laughs> She's the model that I uh, that I had to hire. Did did you jerk off to the one with the with her and the dog taking a shit? No, I jerked off to this chick who had tattoos all over her arms, short black hair, and, and dark rim glasses. Oh, that's a different one. That's a that's a different one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't recognize you in the photo, but the shirt looked great on you. That's gay. That's definitely that's- gay. <laughs> but uh, no, the 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 new shirt uh, was uh, designed by a listener actually, Devin in Minnesota. He's a tattoo artist, and it's it's Quado from the movie Total Recall. Oh, great movie. Yeah, damn good. You know, they're remaking it right now, so it's kind of, uh, it's it's relevant that we had this shirt. But no, it's great. It's like, uh, it's it's so detailed. It's definitely the best Sick and Wrong shirt that we've had to date. Nice. And, uh, yeah, and it, it's a Sick and Wrong, and it, uh, they're selling actually quite quickly. So people, you should order one now. Go to SickandWrongPodcast.com, click on store, and buy your shirt, because once we run out, it's going to take us another like four months to print more one, more shirts. So you're going to have to wait. But yeah, click on store, buy a shirt today. All right, finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. You know what? I'm going to have to say we propose a toast here. We should tip our glasses to uh, Peter Falk, Colombo, who just died at the age of 83. One-man monster. Or one-eyed monster. Would anyone have one eye? Yeah. You know, I love how they describe him uh, as rumpled. Rumpled's yeah. a good word, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They always say, like, that rumpled, uh, bumbling detective, Columbo. But, you know, I loved that show, actually, when I was a kid. It's kind of like Matlock. It's just like, you know, uh, a lot of old people watch that show. I go for the Rockford Files myself. It's story driven. Damn good. But Peter Falk, I mean, you remember that show. It was on, you know, that show was on from, like, uh, when was it? From uh, 71 Seven. to, like, 80 or something? It's hard to miss back, because, I mean, in the first fucking 10 years of my life, you only had three channels. I mean, in every so, I mean, most of the shows that were on at any given time during that period, you were aware of, whether you watched them or not, because, I mean, there wasn't a whole shitload of channels to choose from. Yeah, so, yeah. And Columbo seemed to always be on. Yeah, and they they did they continued it for years, like in TV movies and shit. They just kept redoing it and redoing it and doing like the specials. But what was his deal? Like he was kind of like was he a drunk? Like or was he slow or dim witted or something? I I got to go with retarded. I mean, and bitter. bitter. Yeah, yeah, he looked like a rummy. Like I just remember he just like he would come up and people were like oh shit now I got to deal with this guy again. Yeah, he certainly looked, seemed like a bitter uh, somebody who was bitter near the end of their career that just wanted to fucking get out and get his pension. Well, you know, he ended up getting Alzheimer's. I kind of wish they would have continued doing rock or uh, oh, doing specials. Kind of way more entertaining. Because <laughs> so, uh, I'm entertained when Al, or, uh, Alex P. Keaton or Michael J. Fox portrays shit with his Parkinson's. Can you imagine somebody trying to go out and do some, do some acting skills with his fucking Alzheimer's? That'd be fantastic. Yeah, I think that'd be great. So we're going to end work. the show here with the theme from Columbo, which I don't even think anyone would recognize. But that's going to be the sick and wrong song of the week. And in uh, uh, tribute, rest in peace there, Peter Falk. Well, uh, Steele and Martin, thank you guys for being on the show. I'm, uh, people, you can go still, still catch, catch up on uh, old episodes of From the Ville. Is, it, uh, is fromtheville.com still around? 
Fromtheville.com is still there. There's a complete history of the show with a link that will take you to every episode. And don't forget, shortly after Labor Day, you will be seeing the Martin and Steele uh, special episode, the final edition. Jerry Lewis hosts his last MDA telethon. Martin and Steele will be covering all the action live. And that's going to be a live show, right? Uh, we don't know about that. But we're going to do it live, but it'll be up sometime. Or you can go know. to, you know, if you want to go directly to the archive section, you just go to fromtheville.libson.com, and you can always reach me on the fag book at uh, Facebook slash Dirty Honk. It's face, what is it? Facebook.com slash Dirty Honky, spelled like donkey.com. And I believe I'm at uh, Facebook.com slash ref. But if you find one of us, you'll find the other one. You'll find the other. It'll be easy. Well, thank you guys for hosting the show. It's, it's, it's been great having you on here. And uh, I'm serious. If Wackerly isn't back next week, Steele, I might have to hire you to go find him. Just, you know how to get a hold of me. Just send me uh, a fag mail message. I'm in. And here's the beauty. Do you know how many friend requests I get in a week that I have three mutual friends? And it's always... John Steele, D. Simon, Lance Wackerly are the only mutual <laughs> yeah. friends. Pretty much Dude, was half Lance of my friends list I have three mutual friends with. I'm telling you now, just click deny because he'll continue to bother you. <laughs> I approve all of them. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any great process. Anybody who sends me a request gets accepted. Well, it's been great having you guys on the show. I'll be back next week for sure. Who knows if Wackerly would be here. Uh, until then, take it sleazy.
it's it's hard for me to really even get turned on by porn anymore. Frankly, <laughs> so you're over porn. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll, don't get me wrong. I'll watch it, but it's not really, it doesn't really do much for me other than maybe, you know, I mean, it might get me horned up to jack off, but I won't be jacking off to the porn when I'm jacking off. I actually watched off. an amateur Bukaki the other night where this chick, well, I don't know if this chick was amateur, but I've been watching a lot of Bukaki lately. Yeah, Bukaki. about 30, 40. I can't jerk off to that, dude. There's too many dicks. Yeah, know. there's a lot of dicks in those scenes. A lot of balls, too, yeah. though. <laughs> just a ton of dudes choking their dicks and just one I, chick. I've been into a lot of peeing video. I've been into the pee videos a lot lately. I don't know. <laughs> German piss porn. No, not, not German piss porn. It's, it's American. I, I've just been really getting into the tinkling. No, just, the, been, just a girl's peeing on each other or dudes pissing on yeah. a girl? Well, the girls on each other. A lot, I watch a lot of that where they're pissing right on their face. But I also have watched dudes piss on you. I'm just I'm really into that right now. I'm really right now in my own life. I'm trying to pursue more peeing. My I want to. I, I, I think it's. I think it's the only. I'm so bored with fucking everything in life right now. I gotta. I gotta step something up and do something. I gotta change. I, See, I gotta make a change. I go the opposite. I've been watching a lot of the gang blow. The which with one chick with like five cocks, mm-hmm. but they never fuck. They just blow, and there's always the facials. Right. right. My problem <laughs> is I don't like all the spitting and. Yeah. They're too aggressive with the blowjobs. Well, it's it, but the problem is, is they learn from watching other porn, and then these people they think that that's what you got to do when you're in a scene. You got to do that, and it, you really, you know, they're always getting come up with your, yeah, but you got to come up with your own move. You know, you, the know you know what I dig is I dig the college dorm rooms, like college dorm room sluts. And you, you look at those girls, you're like, I've never seen girls like that in college. No, or that, or I've been watching a lot of, over on YouPorn, the backroom casting couch videos. Yeah, I love those. Those are one of the Because you know they're going to fuck, but the chick's always, like, shocked right. that she's got to suck this right. guy's dick. <laughs> I don't know. D, did, did, did you ever watch uh, Seymour Butt's show he had on Showtime when it was out? I think it was only 